بلادي 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 This is Tony the Voice in for African Time and let's welcome our pious and sagacious Umar with a hearty assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh afternoon and so keeping you company this evening and alhamdulillah summa alhamdulillah looking forward to our bumper for the edition uh, hosted by myself Shafaq Ahmad Khan uh, is yeah I think it's Tobela Tobela uh, joining me this evening and uh, Lukalo has gone home I think if I'm not mistaken yes and uh, after dinner and uh, very shortly it will be a Muslim news with Abu Bakr see that followed by Anwar uh, Kasim on his segment drive in with Anwar Molana Salim Karim has uh, gone to a funeral in a JHB uh, Kari you know, yeah Kari's yard but his uh, grandmother passed on in Nadillahi wa in Nadillahi Rajul so Molana Salim uh, is there and inshallah we'll be playing his uh, recording uh, his uh, nasiya that he gave this morning on uh, as-safina to uh, jannah so alhamdulillah uh, a worthy uh, you know segment to listen to on the family room also we'll end off with the uh, ibrahim badacha uh, he's on his segment called uh, travel express so alhamdulillah many things being discussed but so uh, welcoming abu bakar see that uh, with a hearty assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh on his segment called Muslim news Abu Bakr assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and how are you doing this fine beautiful evening wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh ji with the grace and mercy of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we are doing well and we pray that you and the listeners of markaz sahaba also within the same loop bismillah rahman rahim alhamdulillah rabbil alamin jazallahu anna muhammadin sallallahu alaihi wasallam bima wa'adhu Shafat Ahmad, a lot of things happening with the turn of the year, and uh, I think our focus uh, this evening uh, falls again on Palestine. Which other uh, region can we focus on? I think we as Muslims uh, are really affected by what is taking place in this region, and uh, in fact, with the installation of the new government, Netanyahu government, the extreme extremist uh, within his cabinet are going to cause havoc and in fact they have already started today. Gee, the journey into the new year has not brought uh, any redemptive news for the world and uh, especially for the Muslim Ummah, starting with the plight of the Palestinians within the first three days. The Zionist uh, Israeli occupying force had raided the Al-Aqsa Masjid compound, killed three Palestinian men, two in Dan Kafar and a 15-year-old Adam Ayad, and given notices to 14 villages in Masafariyata to be identified for eviction, which would result in the displacement of thousands of Palestinians, mainly children and elderly, Fatimad. The provocative visit, or rather storming, of the Al-Aqsa compound 
by one of the ministers who is now the police minister, minister of police and security, uh, Itamar Ben-Gwir, under police escort, has been condemned as treacherous and does not augur well for the region, according to the Hamas. With the swearing-in of the new Netanyahu government, extremist government, the bigots, who have now control of the police and security and the land, are such scoundrels and racists that one of them, Itamar Ben-Gwir, is on the terrorist list of the USA and Europe. In fact, outgoing PM Yer Lapid has labeled the incoming government as the most corrupt of all. He regrettably failed to include of being the most oppressive of all also. Jisha Fatimad, uh, and what is the, what about the responses of the leaders in the Middle East? Alhamdulillah, I think what has happened is this is uh, the issue of Masjid Al-Aqsa has brought uh, many comments from the leaders in the Middle East. In fact, King Abdullah of Jordan has uh, foreseen the degrading scum that is part of uh, the Netanyahu coalition. Uh, said that Jordan would be ready to fend off any aggression against the Jordanians, especially in the Jordan Valley. And uh, the Masjid al-Aqsa, we know that Jordan has uh, been entrusted uh, with the work of the Masjid al-Aqsa, Haram Sharif, in uh, in, uh, Palestine, and uh, they are practically overriding the Jordanian uh, control of uh, the Masjid, Al-Aqsa Masjid, and the whole entire compound. The other Arab states, such as the UAE and Saudi Arabia, have also expressed concern. It is as early as next week that Netanyahu will visit the UAE to explain his policies to the uh, Emiratis. What he's going to tell them, Shafat Ahmad, would be very interesting that he has brought in all these extremists into the uh, into his cabinet, given them a position where they control the lives of the Palestinians and they could practically take over the control of uh, Masjid al-Aqsa with the settlers uh, every morning uh, invading the whole compound, Shafat Ahmad, something like 300 people come in with the Zionist forces giving them protection. And in fact, uh, before, sometimes it happens before Fajr Salat, where there are very few people, Muslims, uh, in the vicinity of Adamad, they try and uh, carry out their Talmudic uh, rituals uh, within uh, the Masajid, and this cannot be tolerated. In fact, the Imam of uh, uh, Masjid al-Aqsa, Sheikh Sabri, has said that uh, this is treacherous, what they are doing. And it's not according to the understanding that uh, they had during 1967 when uh, the Zionists took control of uh, uh, East and West Jerusalem, Shafat Ahmad. Allah Ta'ala make it easy for the Muslims in uh, Palestine. Uh, Abu, you know uh, what, uh, Abu? On the Palestinian issue, you know, the the drama will will not end as long as uh, these... uh, you know, these Zionist entities are given, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, the reassurance from uh, those so-called leaders. And we'll call them Arab leaders. You know, we will forget the Islamic leaders. You know, I mean, I, I still have to find the Islamic leaders. But these Arab leaders are definitely causing 
you know, so much of uh, mayhem by allowing the Zionist regime to do this. And they are complicit uh, in their silence. They're complicit in doing that and this Abrahamic accord and that accord. And I don't know, they fear the Zionists as if the Zionists, you know, are, are they are they bosses, Abu. What's your thoughts? <laughs> you know, the way, the way these Abrahamic accords have been uh, uh, conducted and uh, taken off, Shafat Ahmad, it is just uh, amazing that uh, the leaders uh, who are at the helm of the power, Shafat Ahmad, they have uh, entered into these agreements, but we saw during the World Cup in uh, Qatar, when Morocco was playing, in fact, uh, the entire Arabs in that region, the men on the street uh, was... Uh, displaying the Palestinian flag, and it just shows that how discordant between the leadership and the uh, ordinary people are the policies of uh, their leaders, Shafat Ahmad. And, uh, in fact, the United Nations General Assembly has now taken the decision to refer the occupation uh, of Palestine to the International Court of Justice, which took a decision in 2004 against the illegality of the wall that was built by the Zionists to divide the whole of Palestine, some 740 some odd uh, kilometers of wall that uh, divide uh, the West Bank uh, into little uh, Bantustans of Shafat Ahmad. And uh, this was in 2004, though the decisions of the International Court of Justice are binding, but there is no one to carry them out, Shafat Ahmad. This is the second time that uh, Palestine uh, has now been referred to by the General Assembly of the United Nations. In fact, only out of the 192 countries, 27 countries voted against the resolution of referring uh, the Zionist regime to the International Court of Justice uh, to determine its uh, uh, occupation and the legality of its occupation uh, of uh, Palestine. And uh, this I hope, Shafat, uh, I haven't had an opportunity to read the whole uh, uh, resolution, but I just hope it is not only the resolution that uh, the United Nations took, uh, you know, in 1947 when they partitioned Palestine with uh, 42, uh, what was it, 48% to the Palestinians and uh, 52% to the uh, Zionists, Shafat Ahmad. Now it's practically 12% that uh, the Palestinians are occupying, and uh, the remainder is all uh, under the control of the Zionists. And uh, we pray that uh, this resolution uh, uh, covers the whole of Palestine, whether there's occupation now by and the Israeli state also, but I doubt it, Shafat Ahmad. Allah Ta'ala make it easy and... Uh, the, but it will take some time before the International Court of Justice will come to a decision. It takes about two to three years before, you know, they bring it to the bench uh, to decide upon it. And I'll make it easy. Then we go to Dubai, Shafatamad, in the UAE, notwithstanding identifying as a Muslim emirate, it has now dropped the 30% tax it's charged on alcohol and made it easily available to its citizens and foreigners with the excuse to attract more tourists, Shafat Ahmad. Uh, 
you know, everyone talks about Dubai, 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 Shabbat But how, you know, sometimes we are so proud that we are in the Middle East, we have all these Muslim countries. And uh, as we say that uh, there is a distinct uh, disparity between the leaders and uh, the followers, uh, uh, the citizens of that country. And in fact, Dubai is now occupied with more Hindus than Muslims. Uh, if you take the citizens also, Shafat, several million, and uh, they have been given a temple also with, uh, uh, in uh, Abu Dhabi also. The UAE is uh, just bending over backwards to satisfy the Zionists and the Hindutva regime in India also. And uh, we found that Qatar at the time of uh, the World Cup, Shabbat, took a very wise decision uh, that there will be no alcohol allowed in the, in the stadiums uh, and, uh, certain, uh, and it could be consumed only in certain areas. And uh, it stood its ground with its culture and its Islamic faith, Shabbat. But Dubai is going all out uh, to attract uh, not only Muslims, but uh, I think uh, tourists from all over the world and uh, bowing to their needs that they got to consume alcohol at all times. And this is one uh, something which not only the Quran, but uh, you should know better with comparative religion. I think it is condemned also and banned in the Bible also, Shabbat and uh, this is the one yeah 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 according uh, so sure. according to the bible they say there's a little benefit oh, i make merry and uh, do this and that uh, so you know they they got many loopholes in the bible they can get away but uh, the, the quran is explicit in uh, in, in describing how there's a little benefit but more harm in in, in imbibing alcohol but i want to stay on this topic and this theme of uh, you know these uh, you look at uh, the hindu population that is the working class there and then you find this Hindu, the rich Hindu, you know, the, uh, uh, what the uh, Bollywood and Sollywood and all these would, they're all coming there and they, uh, you know, buying and they're spending the money there. As you said, these people have opened up the temple. And uh, then uh, they have even opened up uh, to the Jews and the Zionists uh, that are coming in, in droves into that part. And uh, what these leaders or uh, the leadership is not realizing that they the unholy alliance uh, between the, uh, the, 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 uh, illegitimate state of uh, Israel or the Zionists and the Hindu, the, or the Hindu Hindutva or the BJP with the Narendra Modi and God forbid if uh, they decide the Zionist or the, the Hindutva let's make a revolt here in uh, yeah in the uh, in Dubai or the Emiratis with the help of Uncle Sam and so forth and the Zionists Abu tell me what will happen then uh, we pray that this will not happen, inshallah. Allah Ta'ala will uh, safeguard the Mus uh, <laughs> lands of the Muslims. Uh, in that, uh, I think there are some leaders uh, within uh, the Middle East. Uh, in fact, uh, we know there's about close on to 4,000 uh, ulama who have been uh, incarcerated in Saudi Arabia. The same is happening in uh, the Middle uh, in the UAE also. And uh, there are people of conscience and who are dini in Klein Shafatamad, and I think so Allah will accept it was that these lands, inshallah, will not fall into the hands of uh, those uh, who make shirk against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But, uh, you know, uh, I was reading a book about the end time Shafatamad, 
and uh, it is just uh, uh, what is transpiring here yeah, about uh, the, the minor signs of Kiamat are already evident. Allah knows best. Uh, we cannot predict anything. But uh, we are living in times which are really challenging to the Muslim Ummah and those of the Muslim Ummah. I think we've got an opportunity in this uh, 2023 to get closer to Allah. And Allah Ta'ala has promised that uh, if uh, we get closer to Him and we recognize Him as our the only Ilah, Shafat Ahmad, His assistance will come, provided that uh, we act according to the commands of Allah and uh, the Sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And I think there are people of that caliber within uh, the Muslim Ummah, 1,008, uh, 1.8 billion uh, Muslims. There are people of that caliber who have got that uh, taqwa and uh, marifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that will definitely secure the lands of uh, the Muslim Ummah. No matter what these people plan, you know, Allah's planning is the best for us as and in fact, uh, staying with uh, Palestine also, Shabbat the Secretary of State Blinken has issued a statement that the new Israeli government uh, will be judged on its policies that it pursues and not on the scumbag ministers that serve uh, individually in its cabinet, Shabbat So uh, the Middle East uh, it's, uh, is uh, on the boil, Shabbat especially Palestine and uh, the sacrifice of the Palestinian people. We have talked about it on many occasions, and uh, I think uh, they are still uh, taking care of Masjid Laksa on behalf of the Muslim Ummah. And it was nice that it was a good uh, statement that uh, Saudi Arabia, the UAE also notwithstanding their sellout uh, status, uh, Shabbat Ahmad, and uh, Jordan uh, to come out strongly condemning the storming of uh, Masjid al-Aqsa. And I think this will not be allowed to happen when they cross the red line, Shabbat Ahmad. And the red line is not very far off, and it's very thin, Shabbat Ahmad. Yeah, and then, uh, <coughs> Shabbat, we go to Pakistan, you know, the ouster of former Prime Minister Imran Khan from government, the... Mutta Komi movement of Pakistan, that is the MQM, had to be given, I'm going to using this word gratuity, Shepatamad, to defect from the PTI coalition in return for incentives. The Pakistan's People Party and the Pakistan Muslim League, Nawaz Sharif, had to sign certain agreements with the MQM to dump uh, Imran Khan. What was sought is that uh, in the stronghold of the MQM, that is Karachi, the party would be able to control and be in power in Karachi region and Hyderabad after certain uh, limitations and uh, redrawing of the demarcation boundaries were made to the constituencies that would enable the MQM to be at an advantage. And this agreement has not been honored as the PPP, that is the Pakistan's People Party, has for years controlled the Sindh province the time has come to cough up the signatures that agreed to the demand, Shafat Ahmad. And as these people were the Trojan horses uh, for Imran Khan, Shafat Ahmad, now it's happening to the PPP and uh, 
the, what we call the PDM, the Pakistan Democratic Movement, that is with uh, the PML, Pakistan Muslim League, Noah Sharif, and uh, the Pakistan People Party of uh, Bhutto, and Zadari, and uh, Molana Fazlur Rahman. In fact, uh, we should pray for Molana Fazlur Rahman. He has been taken ill and uh, has not been able to act as uh, chairman of uh, the PDM, that is the Pakistan Democratic Movement, for some time now. <coughs> Allah giving the hidayat also to see what he, uh, he is involved with in uh, the politics within Pakistan, Shafat Ahmad. And what has happened, Shafat Ahmad, now the local government elections are taking place in, throughout Pakistan. It is said by the 15th of January, these elections in Karachi should be taking place. But the MQM is adamant that uh, the boundaries and the limitations and the constituencies uh, should be redrawn. Uh, the uh, Election Commission of Pakistan has said that uh, to redraw all these things, uh, the legal team has said that it would take more than four months. And uh, the ECP, that is the Election Commission of Pakistan, has said that they've been given a directive that the elections, the local government elections, should be held by the 15th of January. And we know that uh, from today to the 15th, there's only 12 days left, and uh, it's a practically impossible task for the Election Commission to redraw this uh, constituencies uh, or to uh, be the advantages to the MQM. And uh, this is carrying on uh, in that uh, light of Ahmed. In fact, on Sunday, elections took place, local government elections took place in Islamabad, which is awaiting the results of that also. And uh, it is said that uh, whenever Imran Khan has been calling for elections, they are trying to postpone it as far as, far as possible or to defer elections by changing the dates. In fact, General Bajwa was asked on a TV show uh, that uh, what do you think that election should be held as soon as possible. In fact, uh, he's shown his true colors by saying that, no, this government of uh, Shabazz Sharif uh, should complete the full term uh, till the 23rd of October 2023 and then call the elections of Ahmed. In fact, uh, the only party that seems to be ready for elections is... Uh, uh, the Pakistan, the and South, the PDI of Imran Khan. The others are in hiding, Shafat Ahmed, and uh, trying to avoid postpone, uh, avoid uh, elections by postponing it in every way possible and taking out excuses. Jee Shafat Ahmed, Allah make it easy for the people, for the Muslims uh, in the new year. In fact, we know that the challenges uh, Shafat, if you take into consideration some of the reports that you read of what is taking place in Kashmir, is just as bad as what is taking place in uh, Palestine, Shafat Ahmad. Uh, Indian occupied uh, Kashmir is under siege with 900,000 troops also settled there. They are trying to change the demographics of the area and uh, the challenge is tremendous. You know, they have taken away the citizenship right and the autonomy of uh, Kashmir, and uh, I think this year would be a very challenging one for the Muslim of India, 200 million Muslims. But we are getting some good news also, Shabbat Ahmad, in that uh, a lot of ijtamas are taking place uh, 
out in India. In fact, a very recent one near my uh, village uh, in Alipur took place, and the amount of people who attended was in the hundreds of thousands. Shafadamad, Alhamdulillah. And I think this is uh, just Allah's support uh, for the movement and uh, for the ijtimas that are taking place. Jishafat to you and the listeners of Malka Sahaba. Jazakallah for inviting us to your show. And we pray that Allah Ta'ala make it easy for you and the listeners of the uh, Malka Sahaba. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khaybah Abu Bakr see that and Allah bless you for that. And also uh, there's your mint that you uh, enjoy your after dinner mint. Mm, it's a nice one, fresh one for you, Abu. And Allah keep you, Allah bless you, as always, uh, keeping us up to speed. And you have a blessed evening, Abu. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir, people, many things uh, have been said, and uh, so much is happening in the Muslim world, uh, right from uh, Afghanistan, you're going into Palestine, you're going into Kashmir, and you're looking to, uh, you know, Lebanon, and you know, you know, are we talking about Yemen? Are we talking about what's happening in Syria? And all those different types of uh, scenarios uh, that lots of Muslim countries involved are looking at them. Tokyo coming through, okay. Quite a sizable Muslim population there. That's uh, Nigeria, what's happening. Somalia and all these other places. Look at Mozambique, what's happening in Mozambique. It has uh, quite a sizable Muslim population. But wherever you find uh, that there's uh, value there, you know, the value like gold or diamond or whatever, uranium or platinum, you'll find out that this crisis is being created by these forces that want to control and patrol the world. So whatever you do, you need to read in between the lines. And alhamdulillah, on Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal Jamaah, you have Mufti A.K. Hussain, when he starts off with the morning program, you know, with his tafsir of the Novus Quran. Then he goes into world news and, you know, world events. Absolutely, you know, current and brilliant. The way yeah, people make a note of it for, uh, you know, the Asafina to Jannah at uh, 4.07 to 4.50 when Mufti comes on. You cannot miss that segment. It's absolutely, you know, world-class and uh, brilliantly presented. 